All right, what's up? We're back. It's the Shetler Show. Today's guest is Steve Rodriguez, New York's finest. As always, we got Ramsey, too. He's here helping us out. We got some weird noises in the background again. A little bit of wind. Might be the phone, too, though. All right, yeah. <laughs> Steve R. has an atomic phone, apparently, and it doesn't like the mic. Um, the first uh, sponsor is Solstice Skate Shop. Steve's back in it. I am back Steve in it. Steve knows Jay. Good Since dude. back in the day. Yeah, man. That's Since the original location. I still got the stickers with the, what is it? What was it on William Street or what was the other street? It's on William Street now. It was on Union. Union, yeah, yeah. Second floor. And yep. it, were you, did you go when they had the solstice and flames in the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think Martin graffiti that. It was pretty crazy. Back in the day. Um, so solstice sponsors this podcast and Jay's awesome. What's up? We love you. Yes. Um, we're going to give a shout out to Olo Clip. They sponsored the podcast. Good people, Kent. There. Do you know? Do you have an Olo clip? I do, but actually, I got a new phone, so I have to get a new one. The five. So Damn. if Ken wants to send me one, yeah, hook it up. Homie. Shetler knows my address. <laughs> I actually have a five at my house, and I should have brought it because then we could have done it. This is the Olo clip. It's an accessory for your iPhone. You got a fisheye wide angle, and then if you unscrew it, you got the ma- the macro under there, which is pretty cool. So turns your phone into a pretty legit camera. Also, we got World Industries. Um, check out the website, worldindustries.com. They, they're my sponsor, Ramsey Baxham, huh? Team Chef. 100%, yeah, TC, baby. He comes on the trips with us and cooks for everyone and pretty much handles business. Awesome. If you checked out the Tampa Am, did you see him on there? The yeah, live yeah, yeah, webcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sick. We're going down to the Pro 2 and we're going to do some doer pies and whatnot. I'll so. see you down at the Pro. I'll be down there. All right, yeah. You want to start out with a question? Want to get into it? Oh, sure, yeah. I'll start off with uh, Tim Savage, the homie. Cape Cod. Oh, yeah. It says, uh, how, long, how long was the team filming for the latest five-bar video, Join or Die? Uh, I'd say it was about from beginning to end because we kept pushing back when the release would be. I'd say it was probably four years. Damn. But it wasn't four years of footage, basically, because, you know, as you film, you keep getting stuff that's, you know, better and better or someone else might do a trick. So you're like, oh, we can't use that. But I would say the time when we basically said, okay, we're going to make a video till. When Tombo decided, okay, this is it, we're we done. Enough. Uh, it was probably about four years. Sick. It's, nice. Yeah, I'd say about four years. Yeah, the video came out amazing. Yeah, Congrats. awesome. Thanks. Awesome. It's so all good. Tombo and Nardelli. Like the last two years have been just dedicating so much time to Fibro, especially the video. You know, everything from the music to how it was released to the party to everything. They really just like next level. Yeah. You know, so Nardelli's it was amazing. awesome, dude. Yep. How is it? He's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's just in the city? Uh, he's in the city. He's actually across the fiber office is actually right across the street from here. Sick. So maybe after this, stop by. He'll, I know he'll definitely be there. If he's oh, not we can go attendant. tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're doing that for he's sure. Right wanna... across the street, and he's uh, always there. If he's not there, he's either like on the road hustling or you know just always constant hustle. Yeah, you know, that's Nardelli. He works hard, man. I know yep. that, man. Um, does he go to any of the demos? Anymore? Is he still... No, definitely. Uh, he's on the road? I'd what? say he probably goes to more demos than I do now. You know See? what I mean? Really, where uh, he definitely... If something's local or something like when... I know he went on the trip to Philly that I didn't go on. So he's definitely... You know, he's still getting out there. Yeah. And I think... Because I talk about Fibro a lot because that's where I started started out with my career in skating was Fibro helped me get to where I'm at. Right. And uh, 
wherever I go, I'm always like, you need to have a presence like Fibro does at every demo. Right, right. And that presence I'm speaking of is Nardelli. Right. Where <laughs> some asshole comes in and he just shrieks like a wild bat. Yeah. And everyone looks at him and is like, who the hell's that dude? Right, and right. then he's wearing Fibro, but he's the nicest, raddest dude. And but you'll always remember. Yeah, you'll never forget, dude. Every demo yeah. we ever did, man, either it ended by us peeling out and honking the horn and getting the kids all hyped. <laughs> Or Nardelli just right. being the wild man that he is, so yeah, I miss that guy. We're yeah, gonna yeah. Go we're gonna go bother him. You met Nardelli? Yeah, I met him once at the Maloof Cup. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. But I think he was like being behaved. Yeah, he was mellow. Yeah, I think he was told to be mellow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he, he mellows out. I'm surprised. All right, we're gonna switch it up to a Facebook question. Hey, who uh, asked right. that? Oh, Tim Savage. Tim that's Savage, right. Too. All right. All right. All right. Parker Wilson wants to know. Were Steve's parents backing him 100% when he first started skateboarding? I would say definitely no. <laughs> well, it's a whole different yeah. generation, too. Yeah, now I don't know. It was, it was different. early 80s, and uh, I don't know. Back then, it was kind of like, I don't even think when I first started skateboarding, my parents knew I started skateboarding. That's how, skateboarding wasn't like a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like a, like a sport. Or yeah, anything. so it wasn't like, oh, if I'd start, because I actually was, I actually was first like a BMXer. That's what I got into. Yeah. And my parents, like, when I wanted a new BMX bike, they totally backed it. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, let's go. I remember specifically going to this bike shop, getting a redline bike, and my, you know, my parents were like, oh, here, you know, you did good in your grades or whatever it is. You know what yeah. I mean? And then I got my bike. I was all psyched. But it's actually the BMXing that brought me to skateboarding because my best friend at the time was a skater. Who's you know, this? I was this kid, Steve Mayer. Oh, okay. And uh, he's, you know, I don't think... Only, like, the locals from where I grew up would know who he is. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, Where that. was this? Where this was you? in Homedale, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he basically had a quarter pipe in his, you know, driveway, stuff like that. And I would go over there kind of, like, with my bike to ride it, you know. To and he, break and, his quarter pipe. You know, you're, no, because, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he had a skateboard, and it was sort of like... I would, like, try his skateboard, and I remember literally in his driveway there was, like, it was a blacktop driveway, like, asphalt, and there was a hole from where, like, all the oil and stuff ate it away. Yeah. And I remember the first time I stepped on a skateboard, like, learning how to tic-tac around that hole. Oh, sick. Like, I remember that so clearly. <laughs> but anyway, back to my, my back to the question. So my dad, like, as I got more and more into skateboarding, you know, my dad was very traditional. He totally didn't support it. And my mom was like, I think she was okay with it, but it was more like an unknown. And when something's an unknown, they're kind of like, what am, I su what am I supporting? What am I, you know, why is he going through so many shoes? Why is he staying out so late? Uh, yeah. You know, like all these kind of questions. And it was just something normal at the time for me, you know, all my friends. And back then, yeah, I think it was more seen as something that was a little more like rebellious, where today it's something a little bit more mainstream. Yeah. You know, so... Yes, you were always, like, put in, oh, that was the kid who did this bad thing, and he's a skateboarder. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you were, yes. Skateboarders the, were the drug addicks and the riffraffs. Yeah, that's that, the image, anyway. Yeah, it was, it was that, but I'd say back then it was, like, very true. You know, it was. It totally was, where there was, <laughs> Maybe like, today certain, too. <laughs> yeah, certain areas, you know, that were, like, oh, those aren't the good kids. And, you know, I don't want to say they weren't the good kids, because they were the kids that were, like, doing something different or whatever, so... Yeah. I could totally understand why. So now, you know, looking forward now, did you ever talk to your parents now and be like, oh, all the time. It? I'm really close with my parents. And I think when they, I would really say like, 
for them it was just like because it became something normal and then my dad would send me like articles in the newspaper I'd be like oh, oh yeah. something about skateboarding you know what I mean Hell yeah. and then his his thing was always like you know sending me an article in like the New York Times or something like that because yeah. you know he's very business oriented and business minded and then when I got an article in the New York Times it, I sent it to him you know, oh, I, 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 I was like oh check awesome. this out you know what I mean so for him that I felt like that was like that there was nothing you yeah. know that's like okay that's the acceptance it's okay now you've you crossed know I mean? over into his world right right yeah. totally so I don't know and you know when I had my company it was definitely my dad helped me with a lot of the financial stuff with my you know with Fibro in the beginning getting it started and stuff yeah well more like you know as you know when you start a company do you have to deal with taxes you yeah. have to deal with figuring out all the stuff that you never did before and if you're like a small company you can't afford an accountant and my dad knew a lot about accounting. You know what I mean? Yeah. He helped me out. So he knew as much about the business as anybody else knew. Because he right. was doing the books. Yeah, hell yeah. You know That's what right. I mean? So it was kind of cool. So I just see in that respect him, you know, supporting it, giving back. You know, in a way, he was doing the books for Fibro. I for mean, you would have had to hire years. someone. So, exactly. Yeah. So I, I was pretty psyched. In it. And then, you know... Obviously, as skateboarding became popular, more mainstream, my mom would be like, oh, yeah, my son's a skateboarder. Or <laughs> before, she'd be like, oh, I don't think, you know, he just has a skateboard. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> you know, cool. but uh, I think eventually parents come around when they realize you really, truly have passion for something and you love it. And it's something that's, you know, even though it might not be productive in their world. In your world, it's kind of all that matters. Yeah, you know? and your parents always want to see you happy. So if they eventually get that, that's what really makes you happy. They'll come right, right yeah. around and be like, "Okay, it's this love, this passion." Yeah. Um, a person, a question from from me is, uh, do you have any team riders that were ever like, they had their parents weren't into it, and you had to kind of talk to the parents and be like, oh, uh, "Like, these I do would, a good thing." I would definitely say that, um, but it's usually not. It's usually for other reasons, like, for instance. And I'll throw some names out there, uh, like C.J. Dixon, who is someone that rode for us, who rides for Birdhouse now. Oh yeah. He, uh, you know, I actually talk with his mother a lot, you know, to explain like, oh, this is how it works, this, that, and the other thing, and you know, she was always stressing school with him and stuff like that. And as you know, I'm totally a hundred percent. I always tell everybody, stay in school. You blah, can blah, do blah. both. So yeah, you can do both. Yeah, you can do both. You have something to fall back on if skateboarding doesn't work out. So I'd say that just parents are concerned because they don't know. They, they know that there's like, oh, you got like Rob Deerdick, you got all these guys making millions of dollars off skateboarding. So they're just a little concerned, like, okay, so how does this work? Because they know the culture so much of like, okay, you do well in high school, you do well in college, you can, you know, kind of get a good job, whatever it is. Hopefully. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah hopefully. So <laughs> they know that, like, that's the normal thing. They're like, okay, they don't know enough about the path and what are the possibilities in skateboarding yeah so they're kind of like asking more of like okay so how does this work what is the sponsorship what do you pay for this that and the other thing yeah you know what i mean and i think you know even with like back in the day with westgate's mom yeah you, you know what i mean it wasn't something that uh it, it's just more like information because it's something that's totally unknown yeah you they know? were backing them fully but they were definitely concerned like yeah they oh, want to know. know like how is this even possible they, yeah it doesn't even because their generation they're like why why are you like interested in my son here in the nowhere <laughs> like what like what 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 are you getting out of this because they're yeah. thinking like you know because there's a lot of 
there's many elements out there that aren't too good. So they're like, "Why? How is this guy trying to exploit my son?" Yeah, you know what I mean, something like that. So plus they can't, see, they couldn't see what you saw. They couldn't see because you skateboard. You saw that little kid's gonna have some amazing pop. Right, right. They don't even know what pop is. You right, know right. What I mean? so. And it is again the most difficult thing, and something that I feel like I have good experience with is tr- being able to translate to adults and people that are outside of our world, like explain to them how our world is and you know what needs to happen and the different paths and things like that yeah you know I, mean? I mean skateboarding had to do that on a whole to mainstream to get where it's at right it had to like figure out a way to like be accepted you right know? I mean, it's cool that you can do that with your riders and you've done a good job with your brand so yeah. um you got more questions because yeah. i know we got Speaking a lot of, of questions brand, for steve and i want to make sure they're all uh, in from instagram i got chris bird culotta he says uh, how does it feel to build your brand from the ground up and watch it grow to be successful and like what kind of obstacles were you faced with and how did you overcome This is, uh, before we go, this is my homie Chris from Louisiana. Awesome. And he owns a brand, a skateboard brand down there called uh, Heartthrob. Awesome. Heartthrob Skateboards. He's a really cool dude, man. So I guess it's like a three-part three, three question. I'd say how does it feel to uh, start your own brand? I mean, really, you know, the idea of the brand came out of, you know, being in New York City and all these companies out of New York City, but no brands really representing what I thought skateboarding was about and what I wanted to represent. Like, I didn't want to wear something that, you know, represented something that I wasn't into. You know, I wanted to own, you know, I want to make my own thing. Your own voice. You know what I mean? With my own crew. You know what I mean? Because it was a crew and it was kind of like, oh, yeah, we're not really into that. We're into this, but it's not that. So we're into what we're into. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'd say seeing something come to fruition and taking it from, you know, your first investment into, uh, you know, 10,000 stickers in 1996, you know what I mean, to seeing what it's become now and where Nardelli's taken it is, it's unbelievable because what, if you ever think about in your life, what have you ever done for 16 years? Yeah, besides skateboarding. Besides skateboarding or because it's another, it's another layer on skateboarding because regardless, I skateboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? For Since, you know, the early 80s, I've been skateboarding, but then... You know, in 96, when you say, like, I want to do this project. Like, how many people work on a project for 16 years? You know what I mean? Not that many. Not that many. So, really seeing it unfold and going through, yes, like, in the question, the obstacles. Like, everything financial stuff first. Like, that's the biggest obstacle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you never know, is it going to be this cold for a month? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, again, if you're a small company out of the East Coast, you are definitely at the mercy of the weather. During oh, yeah. the winter, you know, I make or break you. You know, there are, there were many times over the years when it was like, this is the last month I can do fibro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Many times, but just always something came through, or you figured something out. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I kind of think about it like a spot. If you go to a spot and it's like, oh, you can't skate it because of that crack or something. It's like you put a little bondo on it or something. Out. You know what I mean? It's something so you just apply you being a skateboarder to what you're doing in the company. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being that versatile and, you know, learning, definitely learning from your mistakes and definitely having to make mistakes in order to get educated and learn how to do it better the next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything from graphics, who you deal with, who your riders are, like problematic riders where this guy's so good, but he's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, or this guy is like... He, he's pretty good, but he's so good with kids. You know what I mean? And he's so good at the demos, and he's good with the shop guys. So it's really, you know, living, learning, uh, definitely learning from your mistakes and using 
all that you did learn to apply it to make the company better and make it grow. And I'd say the, the best and the thing that you work towards is just to be happy and just to like step back from your brand and look at the brand and realize like, oh, this is something I created and started. Yeah. That's you know right. what I mean? And then you definitely are, you know, you're psyched and, you know, you're proud of it. You're proud of everybody that was involved with it. Like, I don't know, whenever I see you or whenever I see anybody that was ever a part of Fibro, all those people help make Fibro what, what it is now. Whether or not they ride for Fibro now, that to me, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you, just as much as, like, anybody else riding for Fibro now, made Fibro what it is. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's something that... uh I feel it's a little different with Fibro, where it's like, okay, you don't write for us anymore. I don't even want to talk to you. You have nothing to do with this anymore. You know what I mean? But for me, it's like that is the biggest. The biggest part of it is the family tree that Fibro created. You know, people like Susky. I don't know. You know, people that like to me really made yeah more than it definitely is a family. But people, it's I can't stress it enough. It's people that you build and form relationships with that you really will have for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. I know, I know I'll know him forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, when I met you yeah. at Shake Shack, you know what I mean? I knew, like, oh, right away because you mentioned his name, you're already part of the family. Yeah, cool. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that, that web you make and that, that family tree is just, like, something that you, you know, you're building it. And regardless of what happens... That's something that you always take away. So that's kind of like a model from skateboarding. I mean, you do your brand like that, but that's like skating too, you know. And right. you meet people, and they skateboard, and you're usually like, they're good people if they skateboard for the most part. You know right. what I mean? So it's rad that you translate that and carry that same into your skateboard brand. You right, know? right. So, but I agree, dude. Everyone I've met on Fibro, I'll be homies with till the end of the days. You know right. what I mean? Like family for sure, man. It's a good thing to have. Uh, oh, I wanted to say it's. Um, when you're ta- when you're talking about a brand and stuff, since I started my brand, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Like, you got to make mistakes, right. team riders, all that stuff. It's funny because like I, being a skateboarder and a sponsored skateboarder for so long, I don't even. When I was younger, I'm sure you probably were banging your head against the wall dealing with us because we we're just like think we know everything, and you're just like laughing. Because now I look at some of the dudes I deal with, and I'm like. They're good people, but you know nothing. Right, like, right, give right, my yeah. rider Billy. What up, Billy? He's 16. <laughs> well, he's 17 now, but all, every time he said something, we'd just be like, you're 16, man. You don't know what you're saying. You're 16. Right, right, That's right. it. You know what I mean? And I just was like, I'd laugh to myself because I'm like, oh, I feel bad for Steve. Like, <laughs> he must have looked at me like such an idiot. <laughs> because you're young and you don't know how things work and you don't right, understand right, right. where the direction's going and stuff. And it's cool because uh, – But I think the important thing is that as a business owner and as a company owner – you have you really need to be able to understand that and work with those people understanding that they are that way yeah you can't forget you, know you can't mean? forget that you were 16 you were the same way yeah. like i was the same way you know you was everybody the same way you know everybody was that age once everybody messed up made mistakes yeah. whatever so it's cool. just got to be you just got to be chill about it and you know let people live yeah absolutely you know and you got to find some riders that are kind of flexible and want to learn and grow it's yeah. like i've had some riders that I just realized they weren't going to change or they weren't going to, like, try to grow. They were just stuck in their ways. And it was like, I can't really help you if you don't want to listen type right, of right, thing, right. you know. And it's just like you got to find the right people that are like, okay, yeah, I get where you're at. I get yeah. where you're at, and I might not know everything, but we can go back and forth. If you can yeah. find someone that go back and forth with you, listen to each other, that's the dude for sure. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Ramsey. I know there's a lot on Instagram. Yeah, I got a funny one from uh, Tough Customers on Instagram. It says, 
How much bigger is your pushing leg than your front leg? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. This motherfucker <laughs> pushing through the city, man. When I first got on, I couldn't keep up with this dude. I probably still couldn't to this day. <laughs> I think that was the test back in the day. Yeah. Just like you had to put everyone through that. Did you listen to Westgates? Because he's saying the same thing. He's really? like trying to keep up with that dude. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't. That's kind of funny. Fly, he flies through the city, man. But I don't. It's it is bigger. You know what I mean? It's just because I don't. I don't really skate switch that much, but uh, I don't think it's that much bigger. How far can you kick a soccer ball? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but uh, that's funny. <laughs> it's probably massive, I believe it, man. All right. Um, Rocky Lee said, want to skate with us? Question mark. Yeah, I mean, if you come to the city, chances are, and you're skating downtown, I'll definitely see you, so... Not not on a day when it's like ten degrees like today, but uh, yeah, I'd say if it's over, if it's over thirty, you know what I mean. I'll be out there. Where do you, where do you skate in the city now? Like, where's your spot where you just want to go have fun and you just cruise? I really am psyched to learn tricks right now at the new LES Park. Oh, sick! Hell yeah! You know what I mean. That project was amazing. Getting the money from Nike and being able to make you know how often. Do you get a half million dollars? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And they say, okay, Steve, here's, you know, this is for a grant. You know, go design a park that is, you know, five minutes from where you live. Yeah, that's a dream come true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in downtown where, you know, the best, th- I don't know, for me, the best thing is really not the park. It's like the crew that's at the park all the time, the locals. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll basically, my route is I'll go skate downtown. I'll usually head uh, east. I'll go all the way over to, like, whether it's Alligator Ledge, whatever. Just skate all those crappy spots on the east side and then head down to the park. You know, I'll usually skate there for, like, an hour, hour or two, depends the time of day. And then I'll head west, go to, like, Battery Park. Basically, all the spots that I used to take you to is the same spots that I skate today. And what's good now is that, you know, it's kind of like, because of the park, a lot of kids don't skate in the street. So there's not as much, in my mind, I really feel like there's not as much security you know what I mean? Because yeah. the kids so are kind of yeah, the kids are staying in the parks. Yeah, which you know, it's I, I'm not saying all the kids are. You're gonna but, always have people street skating, but you know I mean? there's first timers and people that. But before park. there was no park that everybody was at. Yeah. But now you have like LES and you have Tribeca. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You have Chelsea, so there's people that definitely just go there. So it's kind of like freed up a little bit, which is cool. It's good to have the mall grabbers and the Mongo pushers and the first timers like not in the middle of the road. Right, like, right, in the right. Skate yeah. park, so that's don't get hurt. that's yeah, that's like just scary. Yeah. You know. How do you feel about all the models in the city skateboarding and all the? There's a lot of dudes like rolling around. Yeah. And you know they don't skateboard. Right, right, but right. They just. I've seen quite a bit, even in the cold. I'm like. Right. Like those kids that rolled up to the shop to, uh, yeah. the other day, and they're. Longboards, like clearly didn't skate, but they're out in the cold skating. But right, right, crazy. You see a lot of it. Yeah, I definitely uh, always being out and about, and like whether I'm riding my bike or I'm skating, like it's just kind of crazy how it's you know if you look at like people on bicycles now, like so many people ride bikes in the city, yeah, right? Like because the there's like bike lanes stuff like that. That's cool. You know, what I mean? they use, whether they use it for it's transportation or yeah. whatever, whatever yeah. it is. You know what I mean, but I feel like that's how skateboarding. How, how biking was where no one used to ride bikes now everybody rides it I feel like that's how so skateboarding has become the new biking and biking has become instead of cars uh, yeah, you understand yeah, what okay, I mean so transition. there are so many people and like I don't know when you think about like on the other side of this building is blades like if you see I've walked in there and seen like a display of those uh, plastic skateboards yep you know the, I don't even like, want to say their names like uh, maybe like I'm not joking like 200 
We were just there. Like 200. There's like a pile in summer, like 200. Yeah. And then I'd go back in there at the end of the week, <laughs> and they'd be like almost all gone. Yeah. Like that much product. You know, I don't it was get crazy. it. They're plastic. You're yeah. going to get fucking hurt. Uh, like it rains, you're fucked. Yeah. No, it's pretty actually. I was in Labor Skate Shop the other day. And they had one of them. <laughs> I don't know how he got one of them, but he had one of them. And I just stepped on it. I was like, oh, let me try this. And I couldn't believe, like, that's what people that don't skate are learning to skate on. It's dangerous. I mean, it is, like, especially in the city. Like, you do not want to be riding this, like, little thing that my feet couldn't even fit on. I don't know. It's just, like, maybe maybe I don't – maybe I'm so used to a normal or regular 32-inch skateboard that yeah. when I step on that, I'm just, like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I, 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 tend, to think, I tend to think that I kind of have, like, a good – you know, just picture Steve on one of those little <laughs> things like you can't see the board. It's flipped over the whole thing, <laughs> pushing through the yeah, big crazy. ass leg, like trunk leg, like it's crazy. Dude. <laughs> and it's honestly, I got to show you the photo. I know it might mess up the mic, but oh, it's okay. like you, you got to see this photo. Bear with us for a second. Yeah, sorry about this because <laughs> I have to show you this photo. I was talking about this to someone, and actually, as we were talking about it, some dude who was no joke, probably like sixty years old. Rolls by on one of these boards. I'm going to show you the photo. And here we go. This dude had, like, slippers on. Look at this. He's wearing loafers. Yeah, he's wearing, like, loafers. Had a backpack. Not even, like, just over one arm. (laughs) And on that little board. No socks. It was was crazy. Let me see the wheels after. Okay, these are, like, bigger. But, dude, it was... I was, like... And this guy was going... Down Sixth Avenue. How does that but, dude end like, up with a skateboard? I, yeah, I was like, what? It was crazy. I was just like, but that's a perfect example. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some crazy. random the dude. I'm not kidding. He must have been over fifty, it's and tough. he was just like, he wasn't going fast. He was going like super slow, actually. Yeah. And you know, like those people are always going to hit rocks yeah. and stuff, and they don't know how to deal with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're going to see him with a fucking arm. That's what I don't get with the plastic boys. Like, if you hit a crack. Your feet, they're going to slide up. Someone's going to eat shit. Really. Right, right. Especially if they get a little wet. They, like, yeah. get a freaking, like, puddle or something. But if you think about it, they'll learn faster. Yeah. Yeah, they'll get... You know what I mean? They'll, they'll learn guess. faster, so... They'll learn to get a good board instead of a piece of little shit board like right, that. Right. Get a normal 32-inch, 7-ply. Yeah, yeah, or that, too. Um, okay, I got another question. You know Justin from Focus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a question. Awesome magazine. I love the new issue, yeah. by the way, Justin. Thanks Focus. for keeping it up and doing that. Um... If Steve's legacy could only be remembered for one of the many things he's done for the world of skateboarding, what would that be in his mind? What's been the most rewarding or satisfying goal achieved? So part one and two. Right. So if I could only be remembered for one... Of the many things you've done for the world of skateboarding, what would it be? Uh, I would say I see it as two things because one is just... Uh, trying to help skateboarders that want to get more into skateboarding, whether it's through Fiveboro or whether it's through any of the other brands that I'm associated with, like Volcom and stuff like that. I would say it's number one as far as a non-tangible thing. Helping and, out riders. And yeah. Helping kids achieve their dream. You know what I mean? Huge. Just like whatever, whatever I can do at any level, whether it's just giving someone someone's phone number or sponsoring them. You know what I mean? Or turning them pro like a damn pencil. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so rewarding, man, to yeah. be able to help someone like that. I'd say that is a intangible thing. And then something that's tangible to me that's a huge part of, like, who I am and I feel like New York City skateboarding history and culture is, you know, working with the city to save the Brooklyn Banks. To me, that's, like, that is probably the, you know, I think it's something I think about all the time, like, 
you know, oh, if you could, you know, it's like a, if a guy in Philadelphia, if he could, like, save Love Park, or if someone in San Francisco could save Embarcadero, something like that, you know, like back in the day before it got destroyed. I just see that as something that, something that, like, took so much time and something that, to me, was so worth every every meeting, every discussion with someone that I didn't want to talk to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, every every bit of that, uh, to me, those are the, the two, the intangible and intangible things that are the things that I could, I would say, if, oh, if I only could be remembered for one thing, that's those are the things. The, ba- I mean? the banks is huge because it preserves our history. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, so I much history. totally agree. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. to be honest, I haven't been to the banks in a while, so I don't even know. Like, is the small banks and the big banks still going? Or what's so no, no. So the banks are closed till 2014 because they're doing construction on the bridge. So it's totally you can't go in there. Okay. But when they reopen it, that's like my next project I'm working on in the city. Okay. Is to like make us, you know, make additions to the banks. Yes. Whether it's like making concrete, like smooth ribbons through the banks to to the good hits. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's something I'm working on. Uh, yet to come I have basically a year to figure it out because in 2014 it opens up and I want to do kind of like similar to what I did at LES where took a spot that exists so you don't have to like deal with you know city council or whatever it is to say oh I want a new skate park no it's like there is a skate park and I want to make it better. I, I think you know that's I mean? rad. Like, a lot of people just build the new parks but keeping the banks and just yeah. adding to it that's so fucking awesome. Make it, making it so that you'd go there and say if you never skated the banks it would be the best place you skated. You know what I mean? But you don't see it as, like, a skate park. You see it as, like, oh, it was this legendary spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, and you can – kids – like, I came to New York City at a young age, and that was the first place I wanted to go. Right, right. Because of the videos, because of the magazines, because right. all the history. And, and even now when I go there, I still get a feeling inside of me. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, mean, when, you, when you're there, like, regardless of the first time I went there to, like, the last time I went there, when you think about, like – Every person that has rolled over those bricks yeah. that you're rolling over, that is like you get uh, chills. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, that's everybody. Every everybody. Pretty you much. Know, there's, yeah, there's not one. I'd say yeah. There's probably because Fuck top pros are because so, <laughs> top pros are so young now. You know what I mean? But I'd say there's probably not one top pro that hasn't skated there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. So. Or fell in the bird shit that was there. Oh, exactly. Or got some sort of fucking disease from the fucking dirt that was there. Yeah. <laughs> Is it still pretty grimy? I imagine oh, now. It's, now it's like so grimy. You're because, you know, you don't have it. Yeah, it'll it'll be a big project. Yeah. It'll probably be a million dollar project. You yeah. know what I mean? Could you, could you put my name somewhere? Uh, well, like, you could actually put your name somewhere <laughs> by, by buying a brick. Damn. Imagine if I offer that. That's a rad like idea. Like, make a new section. You can have your name. You can have your company name. Buy a brick. 25 bucks. I got the idea from Homebase Damn. Skate Shop. My man, Poe. We stopped. We talked to Homie. Yeah, yeah. I bought him. a brick over there. So, yes, your name could be at the bank. Yeah, see? Great mind. You're in charge of your own destiny. Let me know, dude. I'll sign that brick right up. I'll buy that thing. Let's do this. I know the Mets did that, too. When they built right. the new stadium, they had let, they let the yeah. fans buy bricks. And it's like, you know, I think people would be psyched on that. You know, companies to buy, like, you know, they could put a, their lo- whatever it is. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's definitely ways to do it. And then that way, the culture can be part of the culture physically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. a good idea. That's right. Yeah. Rams, you got questions? You need me to fix the phone for you? No, I got. I just went to mine. Wait, you got them on your? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, from uh, Homage, Brooklyn. Yeah, skate shop. JP Lots. Yeah, what's up? Says, uh, asking what happened to Day Wu. 
<laughs> Day Wu, uh, JP, he's still out there. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I guess, the New York version of Animal Chin, and only you will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he, had, he had to grow up and get a job, and he's working. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was a good question, man. That I was a good question. I haven't heard about Day Wu in a while, a man. Yeah, I got another one about Look him up, kids. From uh, BoJ pa, Bojo Pa. Bojo Pa? Yeah, he says, whatever happened to Ed Driscoll? Ed Driscoll? He's uh, up in your neck of the woods. Oh, really? Ed Driscoll, last I heard of him, he's a manager at a liquor store. Fucking perfect. Yeah, and... uh, Fits him so good. Sounds like Massachusetts. Yeah, Yeah. he's doing good. He's still skating. And, uh, you know, not as much. He's... You know, he's getting drunk. Yeah, he's. I don't. I don't think he. I don't actually know if he drinks that much, but I've seen him. You know, he comes up every once in a while for like five bro events. But Ed Driscoll is one of my favorite skaters, like Dude. ever. History of five bro. Like it was weird. I was watching one of those Tampa Tampa M twenty or Tampa whatever twenty year videos. Yeah, and he's in one of them. He's a clip in one of them. Oh, tight. Yeah, right. it was like so psyched. I was like, damn, because. I don't know. Ed has so much potential and uh, style for days. Yeah, dude. that's the thing. He's just so chill. Like, you know, I think my heater went off. But uh, let, me shut it, let me shut it off real quick because it just got really cold. You can do it with your phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what iPhone five. I think you could do it with any phone. <laughs> can you turn my heat on? As long. <laughs> bet you I can't do it. With Look my at this. He's turning down to sixty nine. But uh wow. yeah, sixty nine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We we got a fix today and I think it uh I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Ed Driscoll, definitely one of my favorite skaters uh that ever rode for Fibro. He was like eternal flow trash, but again, he just had like, you know, would always kill it, would always be skating, uh, when he showed up. Yeah. He was <laughs> he definitely was very carefree and uh yeah. But dude, the style on that guy is skateboarding is. I know, and even so. he had that crazy injury. Yeah. Where he like broke his foot in two places, like he did the full thing. Yeah, definitely yeah, knocked yeah. on wood, but yeah. he did it bad, and he was skating within three months. I think. Gnarly. It was like so crazy, and I was like, I was like, I don't think you, you don't have to skate the demo. You don't even got to come, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, don't come to this. And he was like skating. He was totally fine. So. Sick. Man. I don't know. Amazing. Ed, what up, homie? Um, we got more questions. Let's get them in. I had one lined up. Oh, all right. New Jersey Mike. Ask him to talk about Joe Tukmanian. He's a good homie of his. So Joe Tukmanian, I was hanging with him last night, uh, pro for Fibro. He is, uh, I don't know, Joe Tuk is a guy that can do anything, whether it's like break down a door to skate a spot or, <laughs> or, or fix your door in your apartment. Uh, he's just like, He's a perfect example of, you know, tried and true fibro rider who's been with us for at least, I don't even want to say, it's probably at least 10 years now, maybe 8, it's 10 years. It's been deep. Yeah, for it's sure. deep. But, uh. And his pop too. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely, I don't know. There's really not, you know, his skating speaks for it, speaks for him. Uh, his part in Join and Die, his part in the last fibro before that. So he, good. Had, he had the last parts. Because he's like he's kind of like a quiet guy, but at the same time he always gets things done. Uh, I was there for his uh, gap to lip slide in Newark on this like double set, like in the hood with the like. It was just so chaotic, but the way he handled everything, like yeah. he's handling the security guard, he's handling the three drug dealers, saying if you make the cops come here, we're gonna kill you. You know what I mean? He's handling like all the kids running around. Plus he's handling the trick that's got to like. He's just like so on point, so concentrated and. You know, it's just 
I like that. I like the way he skates. Uh, he's just he's powerful. Uh, yeah, he's a he, little he too, just, but and he's I, I'm trying to I'm trying to compare him to somebody, but I can't compare him because he's you know he guy. he's just Joe Tukmanian. That's who he is. Yeah, and you know one of my faves forever. Back, you know, you know he was such a huge part of you know making Fibro what it is like. Him always closing out the demos with like switchback Smiths at the skate park, like during the demos, stuff like that, like way back before people were doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Before a lot of people were doing it, I'm sure people were doing it, but you know, it was just like, I don't know, just amazing. Is you he know? still and, smoking those disgusting things? Yes, he is still smoking. Well, the last time, actually, I didn't see him last time, but last night smoking a cigar, but the time before that, I saw him smoking. But uh, also, he was someone that had a crazy injury in Korea. Yeah. On a oh, five-row trip scary, there. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that was insane. His dad flew out, Yeah, right? his dad flew out. No, uh, really. That's insane. To go get him, bring him back. What exactly was it that he did? He did a, uh, it was in a slap article. He basically did a drop-in off some sculpture. It was, like, some 20-foot-high sculpture. He dropped in, and then there was a little bank on the bottom, but the bank didn't go all the way to the ground. Yeah. So he just, like, dropped in, landed on the bank, and then kind of stepped off, and then when he stepped down, he basically... <sighs> Like, folded his ankle, his leg and his ankle pretty bad. Pretty gnarly. He was out for a while. But, again, you know, it's the people that come back from that that are the people that you just are – they're unstoppable. Yeah. You know, Joe Took is just unstoppable. And, like, uh, I don't know. He's so on point. He's so, like – a lot of kids – I don't know. I'll just expand this. A lot of kids today, like, you know, when I get a tape or something – you know, what I always reply to them is, like, if, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Yeah. You know, like, they'll land something and their foot will drag or whatever it is. But that's, like, I feel like so much of that came from, like, watching Joe Took. Like, so perfect at something. If he'll land something, we'll be like, hell yeah, you got it. You know, he'll be like, no, I want to do it again. And I know there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. You know, but still, it's just being able to experience that, like, one-to-one like that. Yeah. That's, it's inspiring and it's awesome. Yeah, you know? Joe's always been a beast as long as I've known him, and he's always been great at skateboarding. Definitely one of a kind. I can't even compare him to anyone. Right. It's crazy that he's so good at manual manuals. It really confuses me because I don't know. I don't picture him like that. I know you don't, not at all. But yeah. then he also can jump down the biggest gap. But I guess right. that's because he's like so little and condensed, and yeah, it's crazy. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you. How many spots me tapes do you get from Fiber? Do you still get – do they come in? Yeah, yeah, I get a lot. But now, you know, Tombo's like more been the official TM. I mean, still things come to me, and a lot of people that don't know who to send it to will send it to me. They'll yeah. be like, oh, yes, you know, send it to Steve, blah, 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 and I'll just forward it to Tombo. Um, of, co- of course, I'll watch them. Uh, so you definitely get at least one a day. You know what I mean? Do you, do you notice a transition in the skating, like the tapes you get? Like, because you've seen them for decades now. Like, yeah, so there's definitely, now it's kind of crazy because I'd say five years ago, you would never get a good tape with any park footage in it now. Now, yeah. 95% of the tapes is like all park footage. It's insane. It's like so weird how like things like the barracks made that like okay in, in my mind. You know what I mean? I, I know, agree, I, I agree. I, I don't know if that's like. No, I mean, we can say whatever. It. It just, could, I'll say it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is. <laughs> you know, so I feel, you know, and that's fine, whatever. But again, it just kind of like, it's like, I don't want to see skate park footage. You know what I mean? And then you reply them and they're like, kids kind of don't get it. I, they're like, what? Because to them, that is, Norm, that's yeah. what skateboarding is to them. You know, which is fine because, you know, it's fine. Who's to, who's to say that? It's fine to a point. What skateboarding is to me is the right skateboarding. You know I, what I, mean? I just feel like they miss out. It, it's fine to a point because I feel like street skating. 
there's a lot of good qualities that are in that, like finding a spot, having an opinion, right. and not just going to a set-up arena and fucking filming a trick because you can't. Because then it turns into just tricks. Right. I really like the idea of street skating, having a personality, and figuring out what you want to skate, where you want to skate, right. discovering it. That's a whole side of skateboarding that should never be lost. Right. It's very fucking important. Yeah. Just going to skate parks and filming tricks because you can do tricks is much like a sport. Right. So do your thing, kids, or whatever, but make sure you go on the streets. Right, right. Don't have a full tape of just skate parks. Yeah. I understand if you do a triple tray flip to nose grind at a skate park, you might right. want to send that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but again, as far as like seeing how tapes have changed, it's kind of insane how good kids are now. Yeah. I mean, even if it is a skate park thing, you know what I mean? It's like, it's unbelievable. That information got out there with the web and everyone's yeah. got it. It's, and it's like bang, 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 bang. It's it is awesome. insane, dude. I think it's just like YouTube. Everyone sees it. I think once they see it, they know they can do it. Oh, yeah. It's he like, can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Back know? in the day, it's like you didn't see. You saw what your friends were doing. You saw yeah. magazines. You saw still like, oh, you bought full one one or something like that. But now YouTube is just yeah. flooded the world. Hey, everything. America, man. You yeah. can do anything you want. Yeah. They taught us that for years. As soon as you see it, I can do that. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. I'll do it better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got more? Any more in there? No, I'm looking at yeah, Facebook right Ramsey, what are you doing, man? I'm blowing it. You're supposed to be like my partner in crime I'm here and it. very unprofessional. <laughs> I'm not fucking with Ramsey you. got trick tips on uh, YouTube, actually. You can learn how to make some holiday eggnog. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, we did a World Industries eggnog uh, little thing for the holidays. And, it, you know, what was the alcohol in that one? Rum? Jim Beam, yeah. Jim Beam, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best. It was nice good. Keeps you warm for the holidays. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Trick tip. Ramsey's been my homie for way back. He's from Wareham's. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. me and Westgate, he's Damn. from Wareham, dude. Yeah, I and, saw uh, Westgate before. He was just Westgate. He lived to Parkwood and just had his little ramps in his driveway. Little baby bogger, dude, back <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> You've seen, he was skate shop days. That's yeah. where we all started, so. Yeah. Skate shop brought it I remember, that was awesome. You couldn't even do a 50-50 stall because you'd hit your head. <laughs> and yeah. there, I remember that. I was like, whoa. I literally remember hitting a tile on that yeah. roof. Like, just, you know, the quarter pipe that was on the one yeah, side? Yep. Where it was like the gap over the rail, and then there was a quarter pipe yep. right there. Just I remember like, it oh my god, so perfectly. Those That's people funny. were so cool, man. Yeah, yeah they're awesome. I uh, feel like the people that own uh, what's the skate park now in where you live? Oh, uh, Taunton Skaters. Edge. Yeah, Skaters Edge. Like that guy. I feel like those guys were like the people from. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were like that cool. You know, kind of took yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they are. They really are. Like just so down. Yeah, I they actually were cool. they were I, so cool that they let everyone start Scott start skating for free and then that they kind of shut yeah. it down yeah. originally. Yeah. I actually this one's not a question, but I'm psyched to ask it. His this is Staten Island on on uh, oh. Instagram. Some dude I don't mm-hmm. know who he is, but he thinks he wrote, and I'm, I'm sure you'd like to rebuttal on this. <laughs> he wrote he used to run around the banks like he owned it, like mid to late '90s. Dude used to get on my nerves. No disrespect. I don't know how that can't be disrespectful. <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's fine. But everyone's I, got something to say. So. I actually think that's awesome that uh, he brought that up because I feel like you do need to own your spots. Especially like, there. Like, yeah, well, yeah. No, you know what I mean? It's like regardless of that because, you know, I don't have any, you know, I don't own anything. But I feel like when I grew up skating in New York City and I showed up to any spot, the locals kind of like they owned it. Yeah. that's like their house you know what i mean so and you got to respect it and once you give respect you get respect so i think that's a, to me that's a compliment actually no yeah that, because i feel like you know you should have ownership of your spots because you know no one else is going there and they're your spots yeah. you know what i mean I so agree, man. uh 
Yeah, I don't know. I wish kids did that more because, you know, you want to, you do want to, because you do, you, know, it, you don't like physically and figuratively own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, I do think uh, you should take ownership of something, of a place that you frequent a lot and you skate. You know what I mean? Well, like, as simple as like, you spend so much blood, sweat, and tears at the banks. Right. You should maybe clean it up, take ownership of it, and right. clean it up, and try to save it, and shit like that. Like, that's the same yeah. level as what you're saying. And I, what I was saying before about the banks is, there you kind of do have to ride around like you own it, because back in the day, that place was chaotic. Yeah. If you went I, in there and just didn't know what you are doing, or too yeah, nice, you wouldn't get a skate. Right, right, exactly. Like, bam, bam, bam. No, so you I, I went charge. through that, you know, the first, I remember skating in the early 80s, the first time I showed up there, it's like, you're intimidated like crazy. But again, I think it's something that made it that much better, yeah. you know. And then once you, you know, become part of it, then you don't realize it, but you're doing that to the people that are showing up for the first time. But that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should nothing. I don't know. It might sound weird or whatever. I agree. Like with this you. is some old dude, but you know, anything that's handed to you is not as good as something that you like no, you are part of it. and you work for. You know what I mean? Absolutely, dude. So, that's, that's, so thanks for the compliment. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a good <laughs> way know, of thinking. I, um, I wanted to talk about um, past team riders. I wanted you to kind of do a list of uh, past team riders so people could know who rode for Fibro. Right, right. Oh Besides, we are, I rode for Fibro, so you don't have to listen to me. But. Right, right. Uh, oh, my God. I don't know. I'll start with the first two riders. I don't know who was the first rider, but like Dan Pencil, Ben Wall. Yeah. Two homies to this day. Pencil is the longest, you know. Every, I think he says he was the first guy on Fibro, yeah. and he's still on Fibro, so he's been the longest. Iron ass. Yeah, yeah that's Dan his Pencil. Um, I don't know. There's so many people that have ridden for Fibro from like some names that people will be like, really? Like, you know, Flow Pack, just like Brian Winning back in the day. I'm, I'm kind of like trying to go through chronologically. Oh, no, that's good. Um, you know, people like Nick Dompierre. Yeah, uh, Aaron Susky, you know you, um, Westgate. There's there's just so many Peterson, people. Mike, Mike, Mike Peterson. Mike Peterson. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have all that in the, all those are my scrapbooks right there with all the stuff from back in the day that has all the team riders. Right and, there. Andy Henry, the current brand manager of Converse, who was the team manager for Nike. Um, he was one of the original Fibro riders. JP Lotz, who's Homage Brooklyn. I remember. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was one of the original riders. Uh, Tato Feliciano from Puerto Rico, yeah, one of the Tato. original riders. Um, I don't know if people are going to get mad. I don't say their names, but uh, sorry if he leaves you. Out. You know, one of some. I'll tell you some of my favorite riders are like original Fibro crew is kid Jim Young, oh. who was like a lot of people. You know, he's from Ithaca, New York, or someplace up near Ithaca. He was amazing, just like such charger and like back in the day, like. You know, some someone that like you know, I think a lot of the riders that I chose to ride for Fibro, who actually, you know, they chose, but again, it was a process of you know a mutual thing. Yeah, I think it was people that I always like, like aspired to skate like, or something that something about the way they skated, whether it's like their drive or their tricks or their pop or whatever it is. Like, I think it's something that I chose because that's something that I lacked. Maybe you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be like, damn, that dude's so good because of that. But it, it was because of my, you know, my thinking about how it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not because it's for a specific thing. And again, I like to always have it like, you know, mix it up. Perry Morgan was a girl that yeah. skated for Fibro. You know what I mean? Again, and I'm not saying she was like better than any guy at the time, but she was a girl that ripped. 
that was like total bro and down. And to me, that's like, that's the kind of person I want to ride for five bro. You yeah. know what I mean? She was definitely part of the team and it was sick. Um, that was rad too, because it was, it's not always considered cool to have a girl on your team. Oh, it definitely wasn't cool to have a girl yeah. on the team. But to me, I was like, you know, she's awesome. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There should like, be no boys yeah, yeah, yeah. skateboarding. For no, sure. it, was, it was, it was dope. Uh, Nardelli, since back in the day, who's taken on a role like Hoisington, you know, um, Hoisington definitely. Uh, yeah, Emmett, the Saudi, Emmett Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Emmett. I mean, there's like, and it's what's crazy is that it's crazy that you're interviewing me because where you're from, so many people that wrote for Fiber are from where you're from. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you think about it, there was the whole time when you know Solstice was a big supporter. We'd go up there all the time. We'd go to Skater Island. It had a lot to do with uh, you know geography. You know what I mean? Where people support us, where people identified with Fibro being an East Coast brand. You know what I mean? Other cities, things like that. And honestly, I loved going to the Northeast because everybody was so cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it was like right away, it was just like, oh, these guys are so dope. Yeah. You know, like I remember, you know, you know, meeting Emmett, meeting you, whoever, and just like right away, there wasn't even like that break in period. You know what I mean? It was just like right away, everybody's cool. Yeah, you know whether it was like I feel I feel like skating right there in that area even today now it's uh-huh. really not there's no cool guy vibe it's just like especially if you're a company and you come right. in it's like people are just hyped to see skateboarding thriving and brands and like it's cool it's an honor to have people come to our area still because right. it's not a city you know what I mean it's yeah. so broken up yep. in different areas so it's just like it's rad that we all kind of keep it together you know what Ryan I mean? Weibest yeah one Weibest. of the best styles Tails, uh, yeah. <laughs> the wombat. Uh, I don't know. There's so many. I feel bad. There's so many names. I'm not. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I don't know. But what, what about um? Where? What about the nicknames? Every, does every team rider that ever gets on Fibro <laughs> have a nickname? I think that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of different because it's been the changing the guard. You know. I mean, there's like there's I guess some people that were involved with Fibro who are people that were totally instrumental to making Fibro what it is. People like Seamus Deegan. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Tombo. Blackheart Deegan. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, like those people and, you know, working with me obviously back in the day and more now Nardelli and Tombo. Is um, Tombo, Tombo's the team manager. Tombo is the team manager of Fibro and he's, you know, kind of like a marketing guy now. He's totally, you know, he's so on point. He's just getting everything done with Nardelli and, you know, I've kind of handed the reins to them. Uh, Nardelli being brand manager and creative manager now. So it's just like, back to the question is, you know, about nicknames and stuff like that. Everybody had like, I don't know, at the time it was such a a tight crew that everybody had to almost have a nickname for some weird reason. I don't know, because I always would give people nicknames, stuff like that. Nardelli would give me nicknames, things like that. So it was always like that. And I don't know, to me, that was just like how tight it was. You know what I mean? That it was like... Everybody'd be like, well, "What did you just call him?" <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah. Like what? But I thought his name was Emmett. You know yeah. what I mean? What? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. To me, that's like friends more than more than like team riders. Yes, they're team riders, but it's like family, friends, like all wrapped into one. So I don't know. To me, that was a sign. I think whenever people would get involved and they wouldn't get a nickname, to me there was like something wrong. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, something with the dynamic or the chemistry went wrong. Yeah. You know sense. what I mean? Like, yeah. let's change something. You know, another rider is Pat Smith, oh, who's yeah. someone that up, was kicked off Fibro twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's, 
him and anyone who knows Pat, he's a bit of an asshole at yeah. times. I haven't seen him in a while, so he might not. Be, I think but Pat he's Smith awesome. is probably the only person <laughs> besides Wilkins, maybe Charlie Wilkins, someone else. You know? Oh, Wilkins. Uh, yeah. How did Pat get kicked off twice? Once he, I think he was in Europe on a tour with Nardelli, and he was just being Pat Smith. So we got you know, and then got Nardelli, the yeah, it was just like, dude, what? And I don't know. He was causing like so many problems. I don't know. Whatever. How do you know. get back on the team after? I guess that's a better question. No, no. Then he because then he moved to New York. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And then he was like back on and stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of funny. I don't know because I have right there Pat Smith's letter. Is the the letter he wrote to me to get on Fibro? Oh, sick! I have that thing I sent you, your report card. Yeah. Like I have like all those binders up there are all that stuff. That's awesome. It's like all the stuff I kept. Like a week before we came up here, Steve sent me a photo of a report card that I sent him. Yeah, because I told him he had to stay in school. Yeah, because I was doing shit in school, and I never—I don't even remember it at all. (laughs) So when he sent it, I was like, what the fuck? And it was honestly, the one you sent me Uh was the best report card I ever had. Right, right. Because I think I've shown you before, I have a file of uh, shit from school that uh, Mrs. Tool saved for me when I was living with them and their family. And it's seriously, I have a couple that are straight Fs. Right, All four quarters, like horrible. But the one that you had, it was all A's and B's in one C, which is the best I've ever done. I graduated school... Probably because of you guys. Right. But skateboarding, you're like, you because, better Because, yeah, it was exactly it. Because I remember I was hearing, and, like, people would tell me, and they're like, oh, he's not doing too good. So I just had to talk with him. And you probably don't even remember. And I was like, dude, you know, if you want to be a part of this, you part of it is you got to stay in school, and you got to do well in school. And I was psyched because he was so, like, psyched and proud to give me this report card. I, I, <laughs> I totally, like, remember it so clearly because you were so dirty. <laughs> he was, like, completely covered, like, head to toe. Skating this like flat bar, I don't even know what it was. You were like so dirty, and you were like, when you saw me, you were like, you were so psyched. You stopped what you were doing. You gave me, you gave me the, the report and just check it out. I was like, that's awesome. That's dude. probably the hardest I ever worked in school. For yeah. sure, it was for it sure. It was awesome. And it's not that I wasn't good in school. It was just that I didn't give a fuck about it. I yeah, didn't want to do it in the skating. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't want to do it. But that made me focus. And but I, you got it. No, you you actually listened to what I said. When I said, you know, it's you know, it's a good like whatever, it's a, a fallback off whatever it is. You yeah. just you kinda like listened, which to me made me so psyched, you know what I mean? I, I think for me personally it was just the idea that someone's like, you know, you work hard, you'll get rewarded. And right. for you to be like, Hey, show me that and I was probably so psyched to show you because I knew you'd be like, Oh, sick and yeah. hyped on it and give praise, so it's cool. And actually Ramsey, uh another thing I like to tell people about Steve is uh back in the day he wouldn't let me sit on his couches, ever. <laughs> Dude, so dirty. I was a dirty he kid. Was actually, telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would let me in. His apartment was really clean and nice. And he'd be like, "Don't you dare fucking sit on the couch. <laughs> sit on the floor." Like I just, sit, I was sit on the floor the whole time, and it, awesome. I understood it completely. But I like to tell people he's an asshole. You can sit on the couch now if you want. <laughs> I'm pretty dirty still. I don't. It looks nice. He was telling me a story how he was staying with you one time and. He came back too late or something. And right. You had locked him out. Right, and right. You weren't answering your buzzer. It wasn't no, because I had because no, because it was the doorman. Yeah. I know what it was. Yeah. It's like if you came back after two a.m. or something, something like that. Yeah. I would have to go downstairs to to open the door for you. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Because it's it's like it was like this situation. Yeah. But here the doorman is twenty four hours, but there the doorman wasn't twenty four hours. So after two a.m., if you come back, I would have to like get out of bed or whatever, go downstairs because back then there'd be like. 
10 dudes staying in my apartment. Yeah. Literally, like, every, every like, day, For basically. Sure. You know what I mean? They could so, have been from Japan, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, you have to be back by a certain time because I don't want to go downstairs. Yeah. You know, so he was beeping. I was like, I'm not getting that. He did, he did this. He did. Sunned him. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I figured yeah. he was just like, just out. And I asked him, I was like, was it nice? He's like, it was nice. So I was like, yeah, see. I slept, I slept on a if bench. It was, with if some it was like people. today, I don't, I don't think he would have. probably would have. A lot of the dudes, honestly, would sleep at Demo at the park right there. Yeah, that's right. I, well, I slept. There was the one that they closed The little park. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. used to hop the fence and stuff. I, remember I only you slept told in me. there for like two hours or something. And then. I couldn't really sleep. It so. was sketchy back then. It was a little it bit. It was pretty sketchy. It was. Ben Wall actually got uh, knocked out Damn. on in that park. No shit. Like right next to that park. He got knocked. Someone hit him with a bat. Damn. And he still has like the ball spot from it. <laughs> yeah. And but he doesn't he doesn't remember anything. Cause we were all just chilling, having Joe's pizza, whatever. You know, and Ben's like, Oh, I'm gonna go take a piss in the park. You know what I mean? And then like an hour and a half later, like, where the hell's Ben? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we just see him. Walking on the sidewalk, like looking what? at us, but not. He's not, like confused. You know, he's like all confused and stuff. And then we, he turns. He has blonde hair, yeah, or brown hair, whatever it is. And you just see all blood. Dude. Jesus. He was, so he was out for like an hour. Did they rob him? Yeah, they of course. Everything. Totally yeah. robbed him and just like any raping. Uh, so maybe. Hopefully not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he might have enjoyed that. So. <laughs> sorry, Ben. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what about what? What about Peterson's nickname? What was his nickname? Peter Dong. Peter Dong. That's yeah. And I just saw. I just saw him. I think at uh, down at either I just saw him at Tampa or one of the Tampas in the last year. Hell yeah. But uh, he's still awesome. Classic dude. Yeah, he is exactly the same. Like never changed. Just so dope and like. You get hyped to see that guy skate. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just like you. He's, you can totally tell. He's just like, damn, that guy's having fun. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like no matter what, I feel like he's never had a bad time on a skateboard. Like even when he like would twist his ankle or when he, I remember he was in New York, he hit his elbow and he literally got a staph infection. It was like this big. Oh my he God. was just like, he's like, I'm fine. I'm in New York. I'm chilling. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? <laughs> like with the accent, it was like. I don't know, best, yeah, best uh, guy. He, um, my friend Mike Hathaway, which I'm sure you know him, you've met him a few times, he actually works with Peterson down in Florida right now. Really? At the same bar and everything. That's and they awesome. skate together and shit. Right, right. So my friend moved down there and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to know anyone. And then right. he met Peterson and was like, buddy, so. Yeah, Peterson's like, That's dope. awesome. Um, I want to get into uh, who the current team is. Maybe give a list just to like, so people know who the current Fibro team is at Cool. We got Dan Pencil, still pro. Oh, yeah, Fibro. maybe list the pros first. Yeah, we got uh, Danny Fala. Hell yeah. Joe Tukmanian, Willie Akers. Those are your four pros? Yeah, who am I forgetting? We have uh, Rafael Gomez in Brazil. A professional in Yeah, Brazil? he's a pro for Fibro. He had one of the series boards. Awesome. Uh, we have Akira Ishizawa in Japan. Hell yeah. Still riding for Fibro. He's still killing it, which is amazing. Um, you remember that trip? Yeah. And actually... Uh, I didn't get it, but uh, I'll get, probably get it tomorrow. Um, Chris Naracco found a box from Big Brother. Oh, really? Of like old photos, and he just sent. He took a photo, and oh, it's like nah. it's those it's those photos from that place. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, he goes, "Oh, dude, I found some crazy photos, of you guys from Japan." <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. But uh, who am I forgetting? <laughs> I got Willie, Joe. Now Jimmy's not pro yet. No. Who am I forgetting? Dude, Jimmy. Go to the site. Go to the site. I feel like I feel like yeah, I'm forgetting we want, somebody. We don't want to forget anyone at all. Um, and this person that I am forgetting is like probably like I can't believe he's forgetting me here. Is it just fibro.com? Yeah. Um. In in Japan, it's like customary to go into the hot tubs 
and you're not supposed to have any clothes on. So we were all reluctant to do that. It sucked. But uh, we did it. And fucking Dan Pencil comes up from behind me and fucking dunks my head under the water as a oh, joke. So I basically get dunked oh, my head juice. in dick soup. Yeah. Dick soup. I was like the flow trash at the time. Guillaume. Like, That's what I forgot. Guillaume Delute, he's uh, from France. Oh, all right. Hell yeah. He's sure. actually, he actually had one of my favorite parts in Join yeah, and Die. Yeah, he shreds, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah he, he went so to good. all the classic New York spots, did something at each spot. That guy's amazing. So, and Jimmy's your am. Uh, Jimmy is am and... Uh, let me think who else is official because we have a lot of flow guys. We've, uh, the flow, I know they're kind of like the flow names the best because I'm always psyched on the flow guys the most. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan Trahan, who is like yeah, he kills it, awesome dude. skater. Good tray flip. Uh, Rob Gagnon from Queens. Yeah, Rob's amazing. awesome too. Like his style's so dope. Camo pants too, yeah, man. I like definitely. it. New York. Um, who else am I forgetting? Jimmy, obviously. Um I don't know. I know I'm going to get shit for this. God damn it, Steve. But I don't know. That's that's the crew right now. It's a pretty tight crew. Um, who am I forgetting? A lot of flow guys like Dave Hebert. Because the, the way it's set up, it's a little different than it used to be, how Tombo and Nardelli set it up now. Where, you know, for me, it was always like the, I wanted this huge flow crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then I would, you know, you'd know who wants it the most. And then those guys would be, you know, they become amps you know yeah. what i mean so but now there's like a little bit more structured and uh i don't know because i think that i don't even know how i was able to run all the stuff when i was doing it i don't know but i just had like a huge i wanted as many people like flow guys a lot of the times too we talk i talked about this on some of the other podcasts uh a lot of the fire road demos i think it was a trembly podcast we did uh-huh. uh we would just load up a fucking car we'd load up bob's car with like as many people as we could, right. whether they rode for Fibro or not. Right, right, yeah. And we're like, we're going to fucking Fibro demo. Yeah. Let's j- do this. And I actually, with all I need with my brand, I kind of s- stole that format. Yeah, yeah. I bring a crew with me. Yeah. I have the set team, but mm. we have crew of people that, and some of them skate in the demo too. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, to- that's that is totally. You just said it. It's like, honestly, like when we would leave from the city. Like, and I know there was like two extra spots and everybody thought like, oh, I get to actually chill in the van yeah. or something like that. I'd be like, nah, let's, let's pack it. Let's always pack it. Cause it's just always better. You know what I mean? It brings an energy. Cause yeah, even no. if you're doing demos yeah. and like being a small brand like me, sometimes people don't show up. Like they don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, right. so if you bring a crew and you guys are all having fun, it doesn't matter. The energy's there. The shop feels it. Right. People feel it. It attracts people. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like that was something that I stole from Fibro uh-huh. personally with my brand is. Just trying to have a good crew of people that want to be a part and right. like what you're doing and keep it positive and happy. And yeah, it's rad, man. So where where Fibro is now, you've kind of give the reins to Tombow and Nardelli. Right. What I know, it's kind of hard to speak from them for them, but I'm sure they talk to you still. And yeah, yeah. what's the direction? Where Where are we going with Fibro in the future? And I'd say where Nardelli's taking it, he's taking it more of a as you can see over the last two years, Fibro has become. I don't, I don't. I'll say it. Lack like, of I feel, better word. I, lack of better word. Like more professional. Yeah. You know, and he's taken all the experience he's had at other brands, and he's really taken Fibro to a new level where there's a consistent theme. You know what I mean? There's you can tell that it's packaged differently, how it's portrayed is differently. Everything from how he's doing it right. You know what I mean? Because I was just kind of like, 
winging it for 14 years. <laughs> He's just basically like, okay, yeah, cool. That guy rips. Let's send him some product. Or, oh, I can get an ad for free in this magazine. Here's an ad. Someone, someone I know, make me an ad. Or Nardelli, make me an ad. Things like that. Uh, so I think it's, it's the last two years have definitely been a time of like super fine tuning, whether it's with product. Like if you look at the new product, like all the hats and the designs and everything, it's just more cohesively, like it's all together as opposed to before where it was just like random, yeah. you know, I would be, you know, every time I need a line, I just reach out to my friends and be like, Hey, who wants to make a board? Yeah. You know, or I need, I need one more board, make me another one. Or stuff like that, but now there's like a plan. You know, it's every, every way, yeah, way everything from easy. everything from sales to product to marketing to the video. Uh, like, just think about those little clips they did. They did the night clip and the day clip. Yeah. Like that, that is like so next level. Something that you know, I ne- maybe I would say the equivalent of that for me was like doing stuff with uh, Super Eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's their Super 8. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, like, to me back then, doing some dope skateboarding clip was like Super 8. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, HD. For sure. You know what I mean? For so sure. I'd say it's like, you know, they really, it's just something that is, you know, for for Nardelli, it's full time. So he has his full attention, yeah. you know, to that attention, to detail, everything. Uh, I don't know. I'd just say it's more, you know, it's more professional. There's more of a plan. And it's something you can totally see. You yeah. know what I mean? For me, I you know, people tell me all the time, like, damn, you know what I mean? Like stuff's looking good, it's cohesive. Everything from the site to the boards to everything. It's just it it's, takes it's time. definitely it like it takes next time level. to build up to that. Oh, sure, definitely. man. Because you gotta start somewhere and like you said, you gotta make mistakes and all that. And yeah. like, so it's definitely takes time to get up that and it's where it's at now is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, sure. yeah. It's awesome. Man. I'm psyched and they've done a like an amazing job. And the dedication is ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like you know, and we're gonna that's what makes it. we're gonna put you in the hot seat for a second. Uh-huh. Okay, we're gonna put some pressure I'm on you, Rams. You ready for this? Good. What's up with Jimmy? What's going on? Jimmy McDonald? Yeah. Not not just us. Uh huh. I'm sure a lot of people out there. What's up with? What's I don't know. That's a good question. Jimmy. What is up with Jimmy? Where's the board? I want to see a Jimmy board, yeah, dude. He, he, I don't. A little pressure. He sweat. Yeah. I no no no. I think that uh, <laughs> that's actually a better question for Tombo. But uh, since we give him, you know, those responsibilities to yeah. the team, the, the team members. But I'd say Jimmy is like, I think he's fine where he is right now. Yeah. Because anybody that, if he wasn't fine, he'd have a conversation with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I think he's still working out like, okay, because he, he had a good trajectory when he was riding for S, you know yeah. what I mean? And things were going good, and then they went under. And then, I don't, like right now, I think he's getting flowed by Huff. Uh, but, and some people have asked me about him, like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, we're thinking about him for this brand, that brand, whatever, as far as, like, footwear. Yeah. Um, but, again, I don't think he's ready to, you know, take that next step because he's so, I don't know, his video parts are, like, the only video parts I have on my computer because yeah. I love his parts so much. So you know what good, I mean? Man. He skates like a veteran. Yeah. He always has. His yeah. parts are like definitely He's just there. so – He. I, I was funny. I was going to say he's so professional at skating, but he really is. But I just don't think that, you know, the situation he's in right now is that's where he wants to go. I think he's fine with being Am. If he's not, I'm sure he'll let me know or let Tombo know. But uh, Let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll lay the message. <laughs> No, but he, I don't know, he's, he's amazing, and uh, I just, I think it's more on him than us, you yeah. know what I mean? But that's fine. 
you know. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, Let me get back to making sure we got all the questions done. Yeah. And you got the pull up my thing. Is there any more on there? No. No, I have a question. Go ahead. I would just like five boroughs, NYC. Like, what if someone who's not from here or whatever, not from the East Coast to come here, like, what do you think, like, the best spots, like, one in each borough? Like, all right. Yeah, that's a good one. I'd say the best spot in Staten Island that's the easiest is the ABC Ledges. You know what I mean? So good. Yeah. I'd say in Queens, it's Flushing, Flushing Meadow Park. Uh, Brooklyn is tough, but as far as one spot, because I kind of view Brooklyn as like a big spot. Yeah. You know, it's like almost to me, it's like the new Manhattan in a way where it's just like you can skate around. So if I had to say, I don't know, one spot in Brooklyn. uh, All of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it that way. I just see it as like okay, you know. You know what I really. What's your favorite? What's my your favorite. favorite I really like uh, the pool near the Marcy Projects. I don't know if uh, you guys. It's like that huge. There's a huge pyramid there. Yeah, I've seen. It. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yep. That um, Susky had a backside flip. One yep. of the old videos. Um, that and then right around the corner from there, there's a park with those green ledges. I don't know if they're green anymore. A lot of people have been having footage in them. Are they? Recently. They got corners. Uh, or am I tripping? No, it's like uh, Acres had like an in one of his opening lines like Ollie to back back lip. Yep, like that that, that spot. That is actually, if I had to say, what is my favorite spot in Brooklyn? I'd say that area because there's you know never a lot too many people. It's, I don't know. It seems like it's a little bit out of the way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, what am I forgetting? Manhattan. What is the best spot in Manhattan? Honestly, right now for me, it's the LES Park yeah. because. It's something new. I designed it, and I think it's really fun. But Manhattan, to me, is, I would say, that and just skating there and skating around because it's so packed and condensed in Manhattan that it's... Actually, I'm going to say it's the streets of Manhattan. I'm not going to say it's Elias. So it's just skating in the streets. It's, like, fun. Whether you take a cruiser out to go, like, get something or you just go skate and... You get a call from someone that, oh, they're going to be late or something, and then you're just psyched because you can keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, the cool thing about the city is it's evolving all the time. There's right. always going to be new spots here in New York. There's yeah. always construction. There's always shit changing, like, yeah. animals. So of all the boroughs, would you say, like, Manhattan's your favorite Oh, I borough? definitely yeah. love it. Man- number one, because I live here, yeah. and I don't have to get on a subway. I don't have to skate over a bridge. I don't have to go in a car. It's like I can literally just step right outside my door, and I can just cruise around what you know whatever it's just there's so much like right here yeah you know i I live on broadway so it's like so close i can go downtown i can go up midtown whatever just there's so much but i'm trying to think like what is the one spot that there really isn't what about what about food spots since we're in new york and uh what's the pizza spot pizza spot is joe's pizza it's It's, it'll always be joe's pizza that was the one in spider-man yeah yeah yeah. because it's not it's not on the corner anymore they had to move it because it went up famous joe's yeah yeah yeah. famous joe's spider-man was that one or two one of the spider-man the one where he was the delivery guy yeah it was was two maybe the one we used to eat at all the time it was in that movie and i was watching what's that the garlic knots yeah, they're all... I mean, everything they crank out is good. But I was watching a movie, and I was like, I know that fucking place, dude. And it came back. Right, and I was right. like, yes, that's it, dude. Yeah. That's Joe's, man. So, as far as pizza, I'd say Joe's Pizza. I'd say... I don't know. I, I have very... Uh, you know, I, I could tell you every pizza joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'd say in Manhattan, you got Joe's Pizza. You got um, 
Two Boots right across the street here. Oh, we walked by it. You know what I mean? You got uh, Adrian's Pizza downtown, which is on Stone Street, which is a little more formal place. You can eat outside. It actually kind of reminds me of Boston because it's like has a brick street and it's a kind of small old buildings. So it's like really old. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. Um, (laughs) uh, Where else? You got. Uh, the place that was just shut down because it had mice. So that place it's is called good. John's Pizza, but it's it's pretty good. It, it was pretty good. And <laughs> it's it, I, New York, everywhere. Yeah, has mice. I know everywhere has mice. You're crazy if you think that it doesn't. Um, I like Spunto Grupo. Those pizza joints. There's one in the East Village. There's one on Carmine Street near Joe's. Uh, what about bagels? What about bagels? Bagels. I actually am not into bagels anymore. I don't know. I feel like you switched out. Yeah, I remember I used to eat bagel all the time every day. But I feel like something happened like ten years ago or twelve years ago, where bagels they make them they must make them different or something. Stop yeah. using. Or they don't use like a certain kind of fat that was like a fat that you can't use anymore or something. I don't know. Like I feel like actually, and the funniest thing that you asked me is I actually ate a bagel today for the first time yeah. in like five years. He's I did. coming back. <laughs> no, I, I took my son to a soccer class this morning, and after that, he's like, I want a muffin. And we just happened to be at like a street vendor guy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, give me a muffin. And he's like, you want anything? I'm like, oh, I'll take a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell in love with bagels because I wrote for Fiber. Right, I don't right. think I ate that many bagels until I came here. Right, right, right. Fucking bagels Because it's a day. cheap thing that was yeah. like huge. Yeah. That you would just get like two of them, eat one right away, eat one later. Yeah, no, it was the best. Uh, what, about, what about your favorite like street meat? What do you go to? Say street meat? Like random vendor. Do you even fuck with those? I really don't, man. <sighs> I don't. I honestly don't. I I honestly I like uh, if it's there. I love churros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like those yeah, things. Yeah. If I could find that, or like when Saint Gennaro Festival, I love those churros. Uh, but like my favorite restaurants, I like Cafe Orlin, which is on Saint Mark's. Uh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. I went there uh, Monday. Which one did you hit up? I went the one down Tribeca. Yeah. Because like my kid has some class down there. Um, Ramsey worked at Shake Shack. Right, right, yeah, it's home. Okay. Uh, the one there, the one you worked at, is like that line's retarded. Yeah. Like is. you got to go when it's raining or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and when you're when you're like it just poured, and then it's kind of like clearing up, but ha- people haven't come out yet, so you can go and just walk up and be like, oh yeah, and then you get. There's to see. people actually when it used to rain, like you'd see people come up and they'd be like, I'm not even hungry, but I just had to come because right, there's right. no line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, where else? I love Mineta Tavern. It's dope. I still love the Olive Tree yeah. Cafe. I still Dude, the Olive that. Tree. Yeah, I yeah. haven't even thought of that place in years. Yeah. Damn, that's it. Um, what else? I don't know. I, my wife cooks all the time. I love her food. But yeah. I don't know. It's like you're in an area right here where you can go out and there's so many spots to eat. You know what I mean? So. Would you ever live anywhere else besides New York? Of course. You would? Yeah, I don't know when, but yeah. I, would, I, I think I'll always keep this place. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh... I hate winter, or... dude. I hate winter. Yeah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, I've been gone uh, three weeks since, uh, like, the middle of December. Or actually, more than that. So I'd say since November 1st, I've been gone at least a month yeah. out of the country, like, someplace warm, whether it's the Dominican Republic or Mexico or something. Just because I can't deal with this cold, dude. It's, like, gnarly. I'm it going, sucks. actually, in a week and a half back to the Dominican Republic for another week. Go to Portugal, have. man. You been there? Yeah, yeah, That's I awesome. have. But uh, it's too far, man. When you got a two-year-old, oh yeah, true, you got to think about those long plane rides. Like, yeah, is, you he, know. is he good on the flights? When we went to Japan, I've never been so terrified in my life to get on a plane with him for fourteen <laughs> hours. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, like that was like I'm I'm not terrified of anything. 
I was terrified. How they go? Gave him a couple cups. It was gnarly, dude. Not, dude. We did it. It didn't work. Out. It didn't work. <laughs> it made him more hyper, dude. Yo, the, yeah, no. We gave he him a drunk. Benadryl. We gave him Benadryl. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh yeah, give him Benadryl. He'll go right to sleep, <laughs> dude. He was like, I saw him becoming more hyper. I was like, oh no, dude, this is not good. This is bad. So it was a nightmare, but, but coming back, he slept for like seven hours, which was oh, awesome. That's good. Were so people we on the plane just like? No, because we were in like a kids area. We got oh, like Lord. they have like the, I didn't know, even know that existed. Yeah, yeah, no, they have like first class, and then they have like regular, and then there's this middle area which you pay a little more. There's a lot more space, and there's actually like a a bed for them to sleep on that's oh, a, on nice. the wall. What airline are you flying? Uh, is either Japan Airlines or uh, or A and A? Yeah, <laughs> no, it was pretty sick, dude. It was like. It was definitely worth the extra money, but it, the funniest thing was he was up the entire time. Oh, there's like, like a toy area, right? Dude, it was like, no, there wasn't a toy area, but <laughs> it was like, I don't know, we were, we were just like, it was our first kid, so you don't really know about kids, but now we're like prepared when we go on the plane. Yeah. We got like all the cars, all the books, all the toys, like all, all, the that, all that stuff. Is <laughs> the Benadryl does not work, no. dude. It does not, that's like a myth. A dude. little harder sedative or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Um. One is I kind of wanted to see what your because uh, every, as everyone knows, like Little Wayne, right, right. Re- reps Fibro, right. Like that's the brand that he latched onto or whatever. I kind of wanted to hear how that happened or mm-hmm. what's your relationship with Little Wayne, right, and right. how that all came about, and what that is. So the story is that um, Little Wayne's like a manager or whatever, the guy who like takes care of him. Uh, his tombo. Yeah, his tombo basically. <laughs> Or his Deegan. Yeah, his black heart. <laughs> Yo, I got I to gotta interrupt and just say one thing that Roke and I always talk about. Like, you always used to draw these charts that would be a chart of the hierarchy of fibro, right? <laughs> I and did? It would, ha- yeah, it would have, like, the pros on top. It was like a pyramid. And he would always show it to Seamus. It had the pros on top. It had Shetler, like, kind of on the bottom with the flow trails. And then under it, he would have Seamus. <laughs> like, underneath, it'd be like, he'd be like this, is, this is where you are, Seamus. <laughs> anyway, it just reminded me of that. So uh, it is, like, Sorry, the Seamus. most hilarious thing that I remember to this day. But uh, so he, Little Wayne wanted to get someone to, like, you know, help him learn how to skateboard quicker. You know what I mean? Or teach him how to skate. So his guy, uh, you know, Googled you know, like uh, skateboard instructors or whatever. And what came up first was Uptown Skate School, which is here in New York. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like this guy, like, yeah, you know, it must have been weird for her. Like, yeah, well, Little Wayne needs a skate coach or whatever. You <laughs> yeah, know, like that's that. a weird It's call. like, uh, yeah, really? You know, right. You know, so at the time she was like, oh, well, who can I get to do that? Who do I know? Because she's in New York. She's like, well, I'm in New York. So I guess they're like, oh, you know anybody down in Miami? So at the time... One of her friends was our rep in Florida. Yeah, the guy Adam Ziegler. Okay. You know Adam Z, who's a skate coach or whatever he is, and uh, you know, so he was like anybody that works for me is full, obviously fibro guy. Yeah. So he became like all of a sudden he was Little Wayne skate coach. Wow, that's crazy. Like full time skate coach, and he's still I believe he's still doing it to this day. No shit. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, we just, like, Adam gave him the boards, and then, you know, obviously, as soon as he's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Lil Wayne, can you send me some boards? We're like, obviously, we're going to send you boards. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? mean? So It makes sense. He just did it, and the relationship grew. We sent him more and more stuff. We met him, skated him with him when we went down to Florida. I saw him at Tampa Pro last year, and, you know, it's just, like, you don't it's, have a it's kind of crazy. Does he have a coach still, you think? 
No, well, at, he still skates with Adam like, oh, okay. all the time. But I think Adam is becoming more of a because uh, you know he always has um, like at his events and concerts stuff. He has like ramps and stuff. So I think Adam handles that because oh, okay. he knows about it. And Adam actually is a really good skater. Yeah. You know what I mean? That he's like total bro. I've met, I've known him so long. And uh, it's just kind of crazy. To, it was the craziest thing was, like, getting a text from Adam with, like, some, you know, little Wayne because he's, like, this big dude. But before you are connected with him, it's just, like, this person that's, like, so out of reach. Yeah. And then it's, like, getting a text with a photo of him with a fibro pigeon tattoo right here. Yeah, And you're just like, crazy. what? <laughs> you're just like, that is so crazy, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just, that's awesome. It's good for your you brand. Know? Oh, definitely. As far definitely. as marketing-wise, it's definitely good to have Little Wayne associated with your brand. Definitely. And again, it's just good to – it's a good discussion and it's a good point for people that are starting small companies and stuff like that, that you never know what – who you talk to at every given point, who you bring in the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? At every spot. You know that wherever you would go, I'd be like, come with us. Yeah. You know, let's go skate. Because you never know. Like the more people you know and the wider your network and your web is – the better chance you have with your brand as far as support for your brand because people will know that brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's like, to me, honestly, it's like the most important thing is like building that, which is the hardest thing, and then maintaining that. Yeah. But with social media and the way things are now, it's a lot easier to maintain because back then, think about it, it's like you have to call everybody. Yes. Yeah, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't. So it literally was talking to people all the time, writing them a letter. Whatever it was. Now it's like so quick and it, you know. It's all in your pocket. Yeah, the ability to do it. I don't know. Like if, if I think about it now, I can just put one post on Facebook and get like 5,000 people to show up to an event. Yeah. You know, because I know if I send out an invite, all these people will see it. They'll share it. Like it's kind of crazy. Like now, like back in the day when you did an event, you had to announce it like two months before. Yeah. yeah now it, now yeah. I get scared to announce it because – so many people show up. So I actually wait till the end, till like a week before, and be like, oh, yeah, go skateboarding day. Remember, it's next week, you know, things yeah. like that. So it's definitely, uh, you know, it just goes to show, like, all those relationships. If you think about, like, who, all the people that work for Fiber, like Luigi in France, some guy I skated with downtown, like, you know, probably 15, 16 years ago or more than that, you know? Yeah. It's all those people that uh, everybody you meet is a potential person to partner up with you for whatever. Yeah, you never you know, know for you sure. You never know. That's right. So. Um, and Little Wayne ever go on a trip? With uh, or just show up at the same events? I there was two things. I've seen him at events, but the Fibro guys went down. Like the main team went down to his house, oh. and then oh, they I went stre- and Instagram. then they went street skating with him, oh, like shit. in Miami somewhere or something. Cool, cool. Um, the other question, which I was going to bring up, was the slap, one in a million shit. Right, right. And me and Ramsey talk about this because yeah. uh, mm. we were kind of like – because I'm opinionated. I'm a bit of an asshole. But uh, <laughs> the slap, one in a million thing seemed to fall apart. Right, right. And it was a fucking shit show in the fucking skateboard scene. People were right, talking right. shit, all that stuff. And uh, what's your take on the whole thing, basically? Uh – I'd say it's a, it seems like so you were long. Judged. It's, it's, yeah, it seems like so long ago. So I judged probably I think like three days, and then uh, but one of the episodes was like the last ones. You yeah. know what I mean? So basically, the producer came to me and he said like, you know, these kids aren't he, the way he explained it to me. He's saying like, no one's doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they're just like, you know, they're not. Do, they're basically not doing what they signed up to do. And therefore, there can't be a winner because no one is following through with it. And yes, it is 
reality, but every, everything's like kind of scripted. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. The way I saw it, it was just like they didn't do what they were there to do. So it couldn't end the way it should have ended because they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. Ren, what's you your, what, I mean? what do you say? Who do you I call mean, out? Just, you I, said when homie, when Cardiel. Yeah, John Cardiel said, like, you're given this opportunity. Like, everything's there for you. And you just, like, you kind of, it's like a smack in the face to, to you, to everyone right. there, like, trying to help them out. I mean, it's disrespectful coming, like, in my eyes. Right. I figured, like, they set you up to win. Like, at least you can do is try to win. Right, right. It's try like it's like being win. a guy and being like No one was forced to go there. Yeah. That's like what I'm saying. saying. I mean, signed you you signed it. up for it because it, like, you wanted to do it. It's like being a know, dude I, and being like telling the girl right away that you you love her right, and then right. trying to act like you don't like her at all. That's right, what right. it seemed like because it was like you signed up for something where you're like I want to get sponsors. I want to be part of this right, industry. Right. I want, you know, Cardiel, Steve Rudd, all these dudes involved in this. I want to be part of this. That they built, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and then trying to act too cool, like you're yeah. above fucking skating through the city with a pizza. Right, like right. back in my day when I was coming up on five road, dude, flow trash. Yeah, yeah. You know you have to earn your spot on right, because right. you guys built the scene. I didn't right, build it. I wanted to get into that. Right, right. And it's the same shit. And to me, I saw that shit and I felt the same way. And I read the comments and I'm just like, the comments are the most disrespectful shit. Right, right. Because they're just behind some fucking keyboard typing shit on people that worked right, so right. hard to build skateboarding in the scene and what it was. Right. And that's why I want to bring it up because I'm just like, and I know you probably don't even give a fuck because you, <laughs> you understand the bigger picture and right, you know right. that no comments is going to stop what you're doing and how right, much right. people you have helped and gotten. Like, people don't realize, like, Westgate, myself, Susky, mm-hmm. these dudes in skateboarding that are still doing it and the dudes on the team now in Fibro right. are doing it because of your dream to start fibro and to want to share something awesome right, you know right. and do the work and the leg work and how hard it is to start and build a brand mm-hmm. and the you know so to just have some kids sitting behind there and not understand and want to talk shit right it's fucking a kick in the face yeah. to a lot of people especially a lot of professionals in skateboarding that work and care and love about skateboarding you right. know so that was one of the reasons i wanted to bring it up and i don't know if you read the comments or if people said them to not you. really yeah i didn't <laughs> people asked me about it and i kind of like at first i didn't even know what they were talking about you know, I was like, I was like, what? There was what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh well, because the way I saw it, you know, I'm sure that everyone has a story, and everybody obviously has a point of view because everybody's looking at it from a different part. But I'm so close to it, so I know the real story yeah. because I was there. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So I already know. So there's no question. If someone writes about it, it's like what? You know what I mean? And I know uh, someone, someone like either. Uh, gave me a facebook post or something and then they're like what and i was like i was so confused i was like what and then i thought it was like something i thought they were talking about something completely different oh they're talking about the slab of the one million but you didn't yeah yeah but I, I was like i was like what and then i was like i i spent more than a minute on facebook and i was like i looked into it and i go oh i go oh man all this shit's happening about this you yeah. know what I, mean? I was like i was like that's kind of crazy but then you just realize it's kids that are just don't they don't know about it because they weren't there and like you i don't know it's just it's but it happens every time like there's always something that will happen for something because there's different point of views and there's people that don't have the information of people that were there yeah and again i totally agree with you what cardiel said and like i see it as like they unfortunately it seems like they got a group of kids that thought they were owed something that they didn't have to stoop to do what they signed up to do it's like they signed up for it and they're like, oh, actually, 
I said I wanted to do it, but now that I know what it is, I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you signed up to do it and you know there it could be anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I've – I'm sure we've all done something that, you know, whether we regret it or not because if we got caught doing it or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, as soon as you jump over that fence to go skate that spot that says no trespassing, you have made a decision – to go over the fence. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of whether you had a good time, got arrested or whatever, you jumped over the fence. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so if you jump over the fence, don't sit on the fucking bench. Skate the shit out of it. Right, right, yeah. And, and, yeah obviously, if you're going to risk, yeah. if you're going to risk, you want a little reward for that. So you want, you're like, damn, I want to skate that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let's go. You know what I mean? So I don't know. If you go in there, it's like saying that, okay, you go in there and you get arrested and you're like, oh, but I wasn't doing anything. But it doesn't matter. You jumped over oh, the fence. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. It's just maybe that's a, maybe that's not a, the most correct analogy, but one you know. sec. Sorry, the GoPro sh- is done. That's crazy that it goes that long. Yeah, yeah. Like it what's is. in there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand either because my my digital camera itself won't even go that long. Like yeah. I have a HD setup and it won't go that long. That's crazy. This, the rest of this is bonus for people that listen to podcasts. Mm. But um, I was gonna say is um, I feel like some of the dudes that didn't make the cuts. Would have finished. I feel like there would have been a winner if that kid from uh, Long Beach, uh, Mike, Mikey Haywood, he, right. if he would have made it, or even uh, the other one who couldn't do the ollie, my homie, I can't remember his name right now, that kid Matt Militano. Yeah, so yeah. good. Those two dudes probably would have stuck through and did the work and did what they had to do, but they didn't make the cut, unfortunately, right. because it, you know some of the tasks were stupid and silly. But I mean, regardless, you're up for yeah. a reality show entertainment. Like, and again, it's, do. it's again, it's like there's there's obviously. You know, there's peer pressure. There's people like, oh, these guys aren't going to do it. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Otherwise, I'll look like the guy that's like the nerd that wants to do it. You know what I mean? That's another thing I said, too, is I I feel like it was one bad apple. Yeah. That kind of was like, oh, this is whack. What the fuck? There's like cameras in our face. Like, they want us to do this dumb shit. And then everyone else was like, yeah, it's dumb. Cameras in our face. (laughs) Because if it was, you know, if there was like even one dude there that was like well known, that was an up and comer, and he was doing it. They would definitely do it. They would. Sure. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, give me yeah. the camera right here." You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so. But you know, it's just it's people that don't. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They don't get it. And maybe it's a changing of yeah. attitude in certain skateboarding scenes. But yeah, that floored me. No, I. What you just said, I think that. I mean, it might sound weird to say, but whatever. I do think that. You know, it, because it's something. You know, I just see it. I, I'm, I'm going to compare it to. And my, this might be bad, but. I want to pair it to, like, football camp or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, it's something that's so normal and that so many, like, normal people are involved with that that's a total normal thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's but I think in our culture, where especially we see it, and from our standpoint, you know, we're like, damn, these kids have this awesome opportunity and they're blowing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like I couldn't, you know, it's like... Because most, I don't, I don't want to say most of the people, but I think the guy that wins has a good chance at like, you know, beginning a career in skateboarding. Well, you know what the, I mean? the, the dude on Alien right now won. <clears throat> yeah, 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 John yeah. That kid rips, and that's, that's a that's a perfect example. Yeah, you know what I mean? He just like he's on Alien Workshop. I know. For fuck's sake, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Jesus, that's awesome. I'm. I do you think they'll do another one? I don't know, because I, it really just depends. I see it two ways because. You got to remember, there's always something behind it. Yeah. As far as a business aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, actually, what they were trying to do backfired because 
because they didn't do it, it got so many views. Yeah. And like so many, you know, it's like the best case scenario. For them. So, so Mountain so. Dew or whoever did it, they're psyched. Yeah. There's no better outcome. It's than, like a real than, reality show. Yeah, yeah. Than, than yeah. all of this, uh, you know, all this like, you know, discussion about it. It's just like, it's like the perfect ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? For them. So they might be like, hell yeah, we want to do it again. Yeah. Even though it didn't, it wasn't right. Yeah. You know They're I mean? going to start casting specific people because you know how reality shows yeah, yeah. do it, like Snooki and all those oh, weird, dude, they're going to totally. like, let's get a bunch of Jersey Shore people on the right, show, right. throw them in, maybe throw like a ringer in there to start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to get more intricate now, maybe. It's pretty, I don't know. It was, and it was actually produced pretty well. You know, I, I don't know. It was, it was all pretty professional. Yeah. You know, like I remember going in and it was like set up on time. You know, it was like, I don't know, for me, if I was a kid, that's like a dream to do that. And like back in the day, imagine like that's going to like House of Vance. Like, Dude, they got to be cardio. I'm in New York. I'm getting free food. I'm here. I get flown yeah. out here. You know, all I have to do is skateboard and then do all these weird tasks that they ask me to do. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, they got to meet like some of the best idols in skateboarding Dude, like crazy. you know what i mean like got them the, they flew out to meet these kids to like give them inspirational advice yeah. and shit and it's like crazy man i don't get it no. me and slap me and slap have a love hate thing going man. right right some people are slap i love some people we just go back and forth you know what i mean i'm so curious too when is that when do they usually do that in like uh, april or something yeah i don't even know i'm so curious whether it happened again it'll be up on hella clips yeah <laughs> that's that's where i watch all the videos nowadays uh-huh. Um, I guess I don't really have any more questions, but uh, Rams, you got anything? I got one more team rider. Who do you got? A flow guy that I'm so hyped on. His name's Chris Anderson. He's from New Jersey. Chris Anderson. Yeah, I think I've heard this name before. Yeah, he's just he he's a he's like as probably as low as you can go on the yeah. flow. Yeah, <laughs> he's like cool. kind of where you were, but uh, uh, <laughs> where Seamus was, you mean? Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. he's bar. actually below Seamus, <laughs> but. Uh, no, this kid, I'm psyched on this kid. It's just, it's different. I don't know. Back to the team thing. Yeah. It's, like, very difficult to, uh, you know, make the, because you know you you know kids that are dope. Yeah. And you want to hook them up, but you can, you know, there's only so much budget. Yeah, you can only You know what I mean? So but he's one of these kids that I'm just, like, I feel like he doesn't even put, you know, a normal skateboarder that's, like, trying to do it, puts, like, 100%. I feel like this kid's putting 75%, and he's just so dope. Yeah. I don't know. He's just it's just someone I was thinking about that I just uh he just had a video part uh in a video called Continuum. It's a video out of Jersey. I Check it out. I think I posted it on my uh Facebook. It's pretty dope. Hell yeah, I I've heard of that before actually. Um and <laughs> one more. Starlin uh Polanco, he's from uh the Bronx. Hell yeah. We st- we just came we just flowed in one package, but again, uh I know Jeff Banks loaned him some D C stuff. And uh, this he has potential. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! Oh, I forgot Doogie. Doogie, hell yeah! Uh, Sylvester Eduardo. Yep. Flow Trash. Yep. He is amazing. And our personal favorite, um, fucking Goonin. Oh yeah, yeah! I can't believe I can't believe I forgot him. Dude. <laughs> we we just yeah, hung yeah. out with him in Florida. Dude, so. Goonin, that kid. He's yeah, no, he's amazing. I saw his footage, but you know, whenever you see someone skating in person, when we were skating at that weird park, the fucking scooter park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the weirdest park ever. Just. Like, as I was leaving, he did that 50-50 up that rail. Dude, so that, like, big around. rail. Like, yeah. that is crazy. He is, he's, he's another one where it's just, like, there's only so much budget, and I wish we could give him more stuff. But right now, it's where he's at. Yeah. Uh, that kid rips, dude. The thing about Goonin, too, is I talked yeah. I talked to Goonin, and he's, like, one of those dudes that's, like, 
he wants to earn it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like he's not he's not like any of those dudes. He wants to earn a spot, and he's patient and he wants to perfect it and he like he wants to earn it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like and he's not one of those kids that wants anything for free. Right, you know right. what I mean? He wants to know the people he's dealing with. He wants to be friends. Like yeah, but he deserves some stuff for free. He does. He, he deserves does. a lot. Who's, he's who, who's he? What's his uh, shoe hookup? Oh, um, he he was getting Americas. Really? I'm not exactly sure if that's still... I'm pretty sure he's not. He's buying... He's Goonan, email me about that, because I have an idea. All right, yeah. Cool. Yeah, for awesome. sure. Yeah. But yeah, he's one He's one of our favorite. I mean, he skates yeah, with all I, I need in my brand, but I, even before that... I skate with him yeah. a lot, and he's like attitude. one of my favorite people right now to watch. Like, he's just... Right. You can tell he's just having fun. Like, all he cares about is skateboarding. Right. He's like a perfectionist, like he was saying about uh, Tukmanian. Right, right. Like, he, if his toe drags, if his toe touches a little bit, he's like... You'll be like, that was fucking sick. That was unbelievable. You'd be like, nah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, what? What, <laughs> what didn't I just see? And then if you like rewind it like super slow mo, yeah, exactly. like he knows. He can feel it. You know, yeah. He knows, but, but everybody's like, what? What about what about Do- uh, Doogie? Is he hooked up because he has your front, front side threes? Dude, he has his own front side threes. Too. <laughs> Yo, Doogie is. I am so psyched on Doogie. He shreds, dude. He is like so dope. He just, I don't know. He's, you know, because he is exactly like that. He's got pop. You know, you got the. You know what I mean? He's very like similar. He reminds me of you. Yeah, he's he does, so. Dude. But dude, he's so good. I don't know. I'm. Just, I just psyched on that. That's like, I like that style. That like strong style. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. It's an east. Sick. It seems to be an east coast thing. Oh yeah, yeah, part. definitely. It's awesome. I like it too. Um, what we usually do at the end here is uh, we kind of tell people how we can how they can reach us. Uh-huh. Um, uh, if you listen to my podcast before, you know you can reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, what else is out there now? Facebook, feed. Instagram, Twitter, feed, just at Anthony Shetler. So if you want to talk some shit or whatever the fuck you want to talk about, hit me up on that. Ramsey? Uh, Instagram, Ramsey33, Stephen Ramsey Jr. on Facebook, and uh, Stephen Ramsey33 on Twitter. And Steve, I know that. I mean, for us, we're you know skating and whatnot. I don't know if you want people hitting you up, but I'm if you, fine. I'm fine. So it should be good. Uh, be good to hear from Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm uh, Steve R N Y C on Instagram yep. and on Facebook. It's just Steve Rodriguez. And what was the other one? Uh, that Twitter. I'm probably not on Twitter? Twitter. I do, but after it got unlinked from. Instagram, I haven't used it. You're just off it. Yeah, yeah. So. Fuck, fuck you, Twitter. Yeah, it's probably the same thing, though. It's probably Steve R. NYC. You got a feed? I uh, do, but I don't know what it is. Someone yeah. set it up for me. <laughs> if, if, it's not, if it's not linked to the Instagram thing, it's not. You can't link yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have an so. iPhone, so I'm not. Droid. Droid. Feed. Droid. Do you, day, can yeah. you tell them that droids are ridiculous and now you should get an iPhone? <laughs> Dude, I've never had a droid, so they're I don't coming know. Up. I, I never had a droid. He's so only saying that because he can't afford that. What iPhone brand yet. is it? I don't know. It's like Samsung, no, right? No, no. You can't even not. tell what it is. This one's the. Z. Is there even a logo on it? He's right though when he said it's coming up because coming phones up, like dude. this, bigger phones, are, yeah. beca- are they say that's like going to be. Dude, this is small. My yeah. sister and her boyfriend have like it's like a fucking little TV right, in their right. pocket. Yeah, yeah. but the, the iPhone five is bigger now too, so they'll just smoke your shit out of. Like, I just like it because it's like so tiny. Yeah, you know I mean it's like tiny and whatever. Have you run into any problems with the charger thing? Because I know that was a the thing. They're like they changed the charger, so like when you go to a hotel, you can't plug it in because yeah, no, I, you have to. All you gotta do is just buy three of them, leave one in your office, one at home, and then one for the road, and you're fine. <laughs> all right, and these are how much? <laughs> I have no idea. It was, uh, I don't even know how much it was. It so, wasn't that much because if you had the other one long enough, 
I think it's isn't it only like two hundred dollars? Yeah, they start giving them. You can get an upgrade. I don't know. I I need to. I got the four, and I think I need to step it up because I got the camera is better. It is better, but uh, besides that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bigger screen, but it's only like that much bigger. I don't know. It's whatever. I think I don't even know why I got rid of my old one. Well, maybe iPhone should sponsor our podcast and get Ramsey a fucking. Oh, that'd be tight. Or hey, or even maybe Droid should and give us all droids. Whatever, dude. Um, One one last thing, I just want to apologize for the noise in the background. We're in the city and we're on the sixth floor, and it's just like windy as shit out. So that's that like kettle noise you hear in the background. It just sounds like tea's boiling. Actually, Steve's just really into making us tea and coffee. <laughs> he's left it on the whole time. Yeah, so. I forgot. I don't know. You got but, back uh, into bagels. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's baking bagels. bagels. bagels <laughs> yeah, right. um, cool. I just want to thank you again. Hell yeah. I appreciate yeah, it. I want to thank everybody, especially up from the Northeast uh, from where you're from. You know, yeah. Everybody from, I don't know, let's see the farthest north we would go. New Hampshire Yeah. to where do you say your territory ends? What's New England? Connecticut? Is Connecticut part of New England? I'll give officially? it. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, give officially it to So I would say all the way from New Hampshire. I've only been to Maine a couple Skater. times, but definitely, yeah, the yeah. crew, dude. Yeah, but uh, it's just, I don't know, I always consider going back there, like almost like going home because of the long history Hell. of going up to the Northeast, you know what I mean? And it's like, honestly, the, the Northeast and the skaters from the Northeast had a huge part in making Fibro what it is today, whether it's riders, shops, kids hanging out. Like, whatever it is, like, all those people, just so they know that they made Fibro possible. Hell yeah. And awesome. let's get some Fibro shit going with Solstice. Yeah, yeah. And then when it gets nice out, you guys come up and come to my house. I'm definitely down. Hang yeah. out with my dog, Al. We've done a couple of Solstice demos. We all should right. have another demo under the bridge because the, recently someone took a photo and they're, like, doing... They looked like they were getting ready to do some construction, maybe fuck really? it all up for us and really? try to get out there and kill it. Like, it's have nice. they built that spot? Dude, it's more? sick it's, under there. It's really? unbelievable now. Really? It's, it's got trannies on the everything, and it's got, like, up ledges, and, like, it's right. like a skate park now. And it's, like, even cool. It's, like, it's not, like... That's awesome. You would yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, There's yeah, a hip really for front cool. threes. It's right. fucking perfect, dude. That's you would sick. love it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do that. Um, thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for showing love. Appreciate it. Uh, you you know you don't have to listen to us, so I appreciate that you do. Um, yeah, peace. Peace right. later. Right. Yo. How-